0: With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. In 1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might get witty here if the world blasts in the shot. What a goal! Fully the the podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory, at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is The
1: 77 Club. Oh, hello and welcome to episode 196 of The 77 Club. Sorry, I can't concentrate. It's the things that we talk about before we go on air um, that mm-hmm. make me laugh. Uh, anyway, uh, Harry Manslitz here. Hello, everyone. Jack Williams. Good evening. Uh, and Dan Bayliss with a moustache. Hello, everybody. Uh, Harry, so I think I want to start with Connor Cody. Uh, so we will. Um, he has moved on a season-long loan to Everton. He had a an interview with Talk Sport earlier today. Uh, I listened back to that. Just your thoughts to begin with, because we talked a little bit about it Last week, and we were saying a loan with an option to buy seems absolutely mad. Um, but just your reaction to begin with.
2: Well, first of all, I'm shocked that it's happened so quick. When when it was uh, all building up in pre-season that we were going to go to a back four, I thought there's a chance he'd go, but I just deep down didn't think he would. I think I thought he'd still fight for his place, but... I'm quite sad. I know I've been critical of his uh, defensive abilities on this podcast over the oh, years. But once or twice, maybe come on, like he he's a top bloke. everyone knows that. Like everyone loves him around the place. You can see that. Even everyone loved him in England. I think it is the right time, but still I'm I'm sad because he's brought us some incredible memories over the years. He's showed a great passion. He's probably one of the best well, probably the best captain we've had at Wolves in our in our generation of supporting. So very sad, although I do think It's the right move for everybody, but something feels really weird about it at the same time. If that makes sense, it feels like something went on behind the scenes we probably won't hear about. A bit of bad blood somewhere, but they've been kind to Cody, which I guess he deserves after what he's done for us. They didn't get in his way. Everton, he's obviously he's a a Liverpool fan, but a lot of his family are Everton fans. So a great move for him, upsetting and... uh, I hope he don't do well because Everton are probably a rival to us this season. But yeah, yeah. good luck to him because he's a top bloke and he deserves all the uh, high praise he's been getting off Wolves fans the last, few, last day or so. Jack, seven years, uh, brought in as a midfielder and obviously made that
1: transition to uh, to a sweeper and, and into defence. Uh, he's been a mainstay. He's he's played the most Premier League minutes for Wolves ever. Um, just your reaction now.
3: It's been quite a journey for him, hasn't it, really? Um, is it anyone else getting a bit of an echo? Is it just me? Just, just, technically. just me, just me, just me. Cody just me messing, messing with me, the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it must be my headphones, <laughs> but I can just hear myself. It's a bit weird. Um Anyway, Cody. So yeah, quite a transition, really. We think we got him from Huddersfield. Um, he's played a bit all over the place, wouldn't he? You know, out of position sometimes. He played at fullback once, didn't he? I think in, right back in the at long, Liverpool. Long. away, Remember that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a bit of a sort of transition all around, really. But you know, it's a great servant to the club, isn't it? Really, he's uh, really adapted under Nuno. The fact that um, I can remember when Nuno first named his you know first team, and we were saying, oh, you know, he's going to play Cody in the middle at the back, and it stuck for a few years after that, didn't it, really? Because he's been ever-present ever since. And it's a, you know, a real real testament to his work ethic. And he's just obviously just a great character to have around the dressing room. And I'm sad to see him go. But at the same time, I do think it's a good move for him at this time. Because just watching pre-season, you knew that that Bruno wants to go to a back four. And his preferred two players are Kilman and Collins in, in those positions. And that's the transition Wolves fans have been wanting to make. We knew from Bruno's record that he... Probably wanted to come in and play that last year, but he couldn't because of you know the players he got and the available personnel being so embedded in playing that sort of back five. And I would love to see Connor Cody make the World Cup squad, to be honest. So, <laughs> so <laughs> um, um, Bailey's so... uh,
1: club 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 legend. Uh, he's one of the best captains. Do you think in the club's history?
4: I think most successful in in a generation. years. Yeah, um, to be perfectly honest, if you take the sentiment out of it him mean being a great bloke and clearly what he's done in the area and for the club, if you take that away from it, it probably is the right time for him to go. I don't think he was in the manager's plans or stuff. It's sad for us as fans because he clearly was a great, great person, great influence at the club. I think he came out on the radio, this, was it today or yesterday, and sort of said it didn't feel right and, you know, the move seems right for him. So all the best to him, obviously not against us.
2: Um, he can't play against us, thankfully. Oh, because he's on loan. Really sh- yeah. Shame, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the only thing yeah, I- <laughs> actually, yeah, <laughs> shame. I mean,
4: the only thing that's weird is this loan to is it an option to buy, or is it they have to buy? Option, doing, yeah. uh, good old uh, Scott Sellers again making no yeah, money.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, Harry His in the... Sellers,
1: and he can't even sell them, Quite exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Harry, in that interview and the interviews that he's done with um, Everton TV and, and all of those sort of channels, he the, the word that he uses is proud. He said he's incredibly proud, incredibly lucky. I actually lost count when I was listening to that TalkSport interview, how many times that he said proud. Um said he loves Wolves, says he could feel something. Now, I know Dan sort of touched on it there, 29 years old now, Once to play in football. wasn't just about the World Cup. Obviously, mm. that would have been in the back of his mind. He said Lampard was, was a key reason to doing that. Um, from his playing career more than his managerial one, let's be honest. Um, he didn't like being on the bench against Leeds because he, he was benched. Um, so he said it was a tough decision. Um, but I think this is really split opinion because we, we have a lot of good things to say about Connor Cody, but at the first sign of, of being dropped and having to potentially adapt, he's seek to move away from the club. No, what I that... think the drop,
4: the drop was
2: because it was already done. But what given quickly does that say about his leadership credentials? Yeah, yeah. well, he, he did also say that he like he felt it throughout the pre-season, didn't he? So, like Bailey said, it it had been building. But I can I can see people's point. People are saying, like you said, one little bit of adversity where he's got to fight for his place, and he's gone. But I think he also said in, um, on Talk Sport that it, he, he would only have gone to Everton, which I found a bit strange. I I don't believe that. I think any no. club in the Premier League that would have given Interest and said you're going to be starting for us with the World Cup coming up. He'd have gone there. Let's be honest, and we're going to be playing a four all year, and it he, he just suits him to go there. It's if if we'd have had an injury to kill or Collins, he might have even put Bolly on Muskerin ahead of him, which is mad. Probably not, but he might have, and Cody probably thought that too. And I'm, it's the right move, but I'm just, it's just very strange how quick it's happened in being on the bench at Leeds and. Jeff Shee, I remember, I remember going back to his ass walls, the first one they did, and he said about Josh, saying he wants him to do well at Liverpool and things like that. He's quite understanding, isn't he, Jeff? They, he don't seem that ruthless about keeping players. Mm. So, I don't know. We might regret it, but it's the right move for everybody. And it just feels weird. And it feels like the send-off, like Romain Sace put on Instagram, didn't he, saying, yeah. you deserved a better send-off. And I agree with that. It's yeah. like he's gone out the back door a bit, hasn't it? He? he didn't really get much of a reception at Leeds because he's on the bench. And then he's just gone out the back door, put a little post on Instagram. And I feel like he deserved a lot more after seven years as captain and taking us from mid-table championship to Europe. So it just feels a bit weird, but it's the right
1: move for everyone. I'll come back in on that point. But Bayless, you want to reply to that question well, that I asked, think, Harry?
4: I think the really weird thing is off the back of the Euros, and there was a bit of hype about him last season, he seemed to be sort of flavour of the month. And there was quite a lot of press about him going, you know, Newcastle and teams like that when they had some cash. It's very strange that if Large didn't think he was the future, fair enough, we didn't have enough players at the time, maybe, but they could have cashed in here. Because he was a sort of slightly in demand and hitting the press a little bit towards the end of last season or just before that. It is a strange one. I just don't get this whole loan thing that Wolves are doing. It's, I, I, I completely agree with what Harry says, but it's just
1: it's us doing weird business as well. Mm. I, Do you think it's Jack because... It is, it's because- they're pushing through the move so that it happens for him as a sort of a repayment for that seven years of service and saying, look, we're not going to haggle over it at the moment. We'll, we'll push it through as a sort of show of goodwill.
3: There might be something in that. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it is still a bit of a weird one though, because you think this is his prime time to, for us to cash in him. Like you say, really, if anybody was going to offer us even 10 million, yeah, I think people would kind of also kind of be happy with that really. I know he's an England player, so you think you get a premium, but he's not going to be, you know, up there with greenish level, is he? Let's be honest. So um, I would have quite happily sort of taken a fee and just made it a permanent because I, I can't see a way back in because Large has made his intentions clear. Not unless you know the manager changes, I don't think. And we've we've all said it that you know he's been a great captain for us. He's he's had a really good season last season, but that's he in did. the middle middle of a middle of a back three. And I wouldn't have the same confidence if it was just him and Kilman or him and Collins playing. And I get the point. that, You know, if you've been a, a you know one of the first names on the team sheet in the club for the last seven years. Do you really then just want to go and sit on the bench when there's a World Cup in three months' time, or you know you need to be you need to be playing, don't you? Otherwise, you're not going to get the team. Hey, it's Kaylee
0: Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the
2: Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you
0: never
3: have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
0: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line.
3: So he's made the move for his own career. I'm guessing he did want to go to Everton because obviously, you know, he still lives up there, doesn't he? And his family are all up there. And I think one of his although kids he's plays for Liverpool Everton fan. as well. Yeah, he's Yeah, so playing, he? Yeah. It's, it, it was the right move all around, really. It would have been nice to, I think, get a little bit of money, but, you know, I'd. I'd Wish him all the best and it is just weird that it's alone because I don't think we'll see him in a wolf shirt again. Let's be honest. Is it one of those where if he plays so many times they have to take the option up or is it just an option at the end of the season? Do we know? We don't really know,
2: but I've heard rumors that if they stay up, he definitely he's definitely gonna sign. I think if they got relegated, he'd come back. But and I've heard you mentioned ten million a minute ago, Jack. I heard I heard a figure of nine million going about would be the fee, mm. which maybe just there weren't enough. But yeah, why haven't they just got money for him? If they know he's gonna be gone, gone. Why? He hasn't it's... been speaking like he's Coming back, gonna come back, yeah, especially with his post as well. He was a proper yeah. goodbye post on Instagram, wasn't it? Yeah. And I don't know, but I think, I think something behind the scenes he's got, it he must have got bitter quick because it happened so fast, didn't it? Like, he, he looked a bit unhappy on some of the videos you saw in pre season, and you've seen the Ruddy when Ruddy left, he weren't happy, his wife was putting stuff online, you got Say saying stuff, so it feels like Jeff and that are just uh. As we said, no for sentiment, and now they're starting to bloody do it, yeah. aren't they? Did you see that picture? Is it only what, Gibbs White? Neves, yes. and who is on One left from the promotion team. Gibbs White isn't yeah. in that picture, is it? Well, Gibbs White is, is in the picture. How yeah. oh, is it? Oh,
3: yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, bottom uh, bottom right. Yeah, he just like tucked away. But three left from that promotion team. Maybe large team. has maybe just been it. ruthless that's... though.
3: I I think think he's, he's just it. completely cut the Deadwood. And I reckon he's yeah. probably said to John Ruddy, no, said to Sace, no, no, mate, we're not renewing. that's that. And probably done a similar thing with Connie Cody. I mean, Connie Cody in pre-season has been playing the games with the kids. Let's be honest, does mm. not he? Um, mm. It's been him and Bolly, and, and they're surrounded by a load of uh, fringe slash youth team players. But, but really. Jack, See, this can't
4: isn't him. Nuno's Wolves anymore.
3: I'm not but, defending it. I'm just saying just I think that's what's what happened. Really? That's why he's wanting to get out mm. pretty quick. And that's why there's a bit of bad blood there and bad sentiment because... Yeah, Connor Cody has always been a player and he said this himself that even like the League Cup games he wants to play he wants to play every yeah. minute of every match even if it's like a, a game that's a nothing game so to go from that to sitting on the bench in the most important probably couple of months of your career if you because he's never going to go to another World Cup is he after this one because he'll be 30, 33, 34 by the time the next one kicks around mm. so I think it's very important If he's ever going to go to the World Cup, it's going to be the one in November. So arguably, he's entering the the most important few months of of his career and he's facing being dropped for a player from a team who's just got relegated. So you can see it from his point of view. And uh, that's why I don't think anyone really begrudges him because I'd I'd love to see him go to the World Cup. I'll still wear my shirt with Cody's name on the back uh, (laughs) for when the the World Cup's happening in, in Qatar. But it's the end of an era, really. But if we want to progress, we've got to look forward. So I'm not particularly that sad about it or surprised about it given what's happened. It's what we wanted.
1: I'm just going to read, just. I grabbed four comments earlier, just from Twitter. Um, so one of them from Phil said, "Didn't want to fight for his place or back himself to be good enough in a four-pull from a captain." That I want termination to get back in. Can't knock him for the past five years, but the past five weeks let him down a bit. Good luck to him. But the badge on the front is what I follow. Kev said, "A club notoriously slow in transfer loans out, long-standing captain and international to a rival straight away. No communication from the board. Obviously, stinks a bit." Dan said. There we have it. First moment of being benched and wanted out. Can't be too sentimental with people like Cody because his lotage to the club was dispensable as soon as the opportunity arose. And Luke says, I'm torn on this. I understood the point of it being the first sign of competition. And he's walked, but genuinely think it made sense for Connor to go. We have a lot of talent at centre back. We can't have the club captain barking orders from the bench plus Captain Ruben." Yeah, yeah, I uh, disagree. The with
4: the I don't, I think he was told, I think he was told, look, you're not in the plans. We'll, we'll get you a way out. It doesn't seem like he hasn't fought for his place. He doesn't seem like the sort of bloke that would do that. I think he's clearly been told, look, we'll move you on when we can get something. He... After what we've seen, it's been a long time. He's not the bloke that's going to sulk and sit on the, you know, and have his arse in his hands.
2: Doesn't
1: hmm. sit right. Do you think he'll go to the World Cup?
2: Yeah, I think he will. Like someone just put in the comments about South. I think I said it last week. Southgate does have his favourites, doesn't he? Yes, if yeah. he'd have sat on our bench and not played a game, maybe not, but if he'd have got him through an injury or if he's in and out, I still think he'd have gone. I do. I, I do do think you think it'd be he's, interesting he's if, it'd be
1: quite. It would be quite funny... Not funny, I can't really think of the right word, but if Kilman uh, got the call-up. Um, but, I mean, <laughs> I cause, you know, it it, not, Eng, England didn't pick Conor Cody when they played a five. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, what... What, what but he, is,
2: hasn't he got one of those senior roles, which is a big thing? He's one of the three seniors, wasn't he, at the Euros, like the people people go to? Yeah. Although he weren't playing, he's obviously... And was it one of the coaches who pointed out that he was literally such a vital Steve, part Steve of that Alden. tournament? Yeah, so yeah. that's sure. why I think he'd still go, even if he weren't playing much. How, how much but,
1: yeah, of a, yeah. a miss in the dressing room do you think he'd be, Jack? And and how much of that will be Everton's game?
3: This This is probably the problem, actually, because when you're looking and thinking about the overhaul of the squad... I think we probably lost two quite good characters in Cody and Ruddy because I think yeah. both people called them out because obviously John Ruddy is very, very experienced. You've seen him speak up quite a lot in like, you know, when Wolves put videos of stuff on YouTube and they're all sat down having a, you know, a training session or a, in the classroom sort of thing. You've seen John Ruddy pipe up quite a lot and be quite defensive and stuff and you know defend his teammates. So those sorts of two big. Big presences, really, that I think we will miss. Actually, and that's something we need to be careful of because uh, just not funny. seeing Collins play much. Kilman isn't the uh, loudest uh, centre back, I don't think. He's not. He's not a big shouter, is he? Really. So people need to step up, really, and you need to look at the players who've been here a long time, and I'm sure like Lux and Matino, well, you know, already do and Neves. Um, but yeah, there's going to have to be make way for for the more experienced players, really. Jack, and, I do have but... to say one thing on that,
4: right? I, I get the whole team spirit played team sport and i think characters and having a together team is really important totally agree with you on that but at the end of the day the end of last season we were shit
3: <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> terrible. <It's your> <laughs> well we were we were
4: we, were. we sat every week moaning about it moving on the players that you don't think are good enough and bringing in replacements that you think are is the right way to do it
3: that's that's very true. The problem at the moment is we've shipped out a lot of players we didn't think were good enough and have signed two players. Two defenders so out. Still... <laughs> two defenders
2: out, one
4: game. in. We got absolutely smashed for the last 10 games of the season or something and now mm. we're trying to fix it by bringing in what we think are better players. It might not work but the manager's got to have his choice to go and pick the players he wants. You can't go, oh, he's a good lad. Got to keep him here. It's a, it's a results-based game and on form, we would have been absolutely stink rock
2: bottom towards the end of last season. So I am... <laughs> I feel sorry for uh, Liam Keane at the Express and Star and the Athletic Reporter. they got no one to talk to now, have they, in the interviews? Cody was the one no. always after games, yeah, he wasn't was. he? Yeah.
1: <laughs> there's, a, there's a little factor. Oh, right. Let's talk about... Uh, well, the King is dead. Long live the King. Um, let's talk about Leeds. Uh, Cody, obviously, on the bench. Um, let's just go through that starting lineup. I don't think we were too far off it, actually, Um last week. so obviously in goal. Johnny at right back. Collins Kilman eight, nori Then Duncan Neves, Pedence, Gibbs-White, Neto hang up front. Um, Harry, perfect start, wasn't it really? Brilliant team goal. Great ball from Neves um, and and a great finish from, from Pedence. I think he did his best to try and miss it, but, um, you know, bounced <laughs> off the floor and went in. Sometimes you need the rub
2: of the green. Yeah, just before we get to that goal, the, the team, because we got wind on the way up to Leeds, didn't we, that Martinho was um, injured. So obviously Cody's gone now, but then I thought he'd bring Cody in and go five at the back. So I was quite surprised when he started Huang and played like the four-two-three-one. Um, but yeah, we, we started off brilliantly. Like we had with all those players on, you're going to expect us to have a lot of the ball and create chances. And perfect start, great, great ball from Neves. My God, like out to Neto and then Huang yeah. of all people with an assist as well, which was a bit of a surprise and a bit of a dink off the bar, was not it? Like a little uh, volley and we all went mental, but. I thought we started off really well and we were, we looked quite fluid, but I'm sure we get onto it. We were kind of uh, the masters of our own downfall with the mistakes we made at the other end of the pitch, but there were some promising signs there going forward in, in parts of the game. Definitely, come to
1: you on that one, Dan. Um, what, what was Eight Nori doing?
2: I, I, to be perfectly
4: honest, my response to the game is Wolves are toothless. We played really good football. Neves was absolutely superb. Thought Huang had a good game. Mm. I thought Eight Nori had a good game. At the time, I thought Gibbs White did, but looking back... Ain't I mean, you any Ain't nori is yeah, nor shocking.
3: Is it fault for both goals, mate? Right?
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, second goal's Kilman.
3: That's actually day.
4: Tomato's fault. Second <laughs> second one's, one's Kilman. That should have been in Rose Z. But I thought we actually played good football. They had a couple of chances, Leeds. It was a very good save by Saar after they'd scored the second. They created very little until they got their second goal. And the first one sort of came out of nowhere. I thought Wolves were a far better team in the game. It's just that there were a couple of mistakes at the back. Eight noise should have probably cleared. Neves gets unlucky that it bounces off a Leeds player. And the first goal is Saar's fault. Saar's you don't let him in at your near-fault post like that. But a guy that's made so few mistakes, you probably let him off that one. Second goal. Bad positioning. They let him get around the back. Kilman really should have kicked that into Rose Ed being the first defender. Eight noise the wrong side of his man. And goal. That's that. Goal. But Wolves had so much of the ball, created so many chances, got down either side so well and broke the line so many times because of the good wing-back, that eight nor good play and Johnny's good play, that we should have we should have put the game to bed. It should have been two or three nil before Leeds even had a sniff. And it, it's because we are absolutely toothless in the box. Huang, who again said, had a decent game. He's still not a striker that's going to score you 10-15 goals a season. A proper striker would have had, would have just been having a heyday against Leeds. And they're in the shit. I said it walking back. They're as bad as us in terms of what's going to happen this season. They are not a very good football team.
3: They aren't. I, strangely enough, agree with quite a lot of what Dan said, really. There's a couple of things in the game that annoyed me. I thought that after both times Leeds scored, we just put our heads down a bit and didn't really react very well at all. Um, that was evident in the first half and then start the second half, we came out all guns blazing. We were actually taking the mickey out of Leeds and I thought Leeds looked knackered. We were running them all around, you know, um, playing some really great football. And then as soon as they went two one up against the runner play, just the heads dropped again. And we didn't have the bench to change the game at all. Like Lee, What's his name? Jesse March, the, uh, the yeah, lead yeah, manager. Nice. He, he, he could see that they were getting <laughs> they were getting run ragged and he looked at his bench and he made changes accordingly, whereas we just didn't have the luxury. <laughs> the one thing that really, really rolled me is I don't know if anybody noticed that he was there, but after about five or 10 minutes into the second what, half, Wang. Huang signaled to the bench that he needed to go off. And we thought, okay, we've well, got to change this now then. But Bruno Bruno's looks eye. around and he's like, well, you know, he just kept him on for about another 20 odd minutes or so. And we're thinking Eight this is just ridiculous in, in Premier League football that if your player is just saying, look, I need to go off now because we've got no backup in the position that he's playing, uh, we're going to basically risk injury and, and potentially put the squad even smaller. So there's a couple of things. The way we reacted to the goals, not happy about. Uh, the bench needs a complete overhaul. Responsibility for that needs to go to you know, the, the board and Jeff She because I know they've, they've started to address it in midweek, but it's just just laughable because we can't change a game at the moment with the with the personnel that we've got available, and that needs to be addressed. Otherwise, we'll be in the same situation as last time. And. You know, just just the way we reacted after playing some really good football was a bit disappointing. But just make us of our own downpour, really, because the first goal was just a comedy of errors really, wow. and you sort of let yourself off then. And the second one wasn't much better, just two totally avoidable goals really. And we we should should have got something from that game because even when we were pushing a little bit towards the end, you know, I think two two would have been a, a kind of a fair result, I think. But I still think on the edge of play, we played the better stuff. So mm. there's just things to work on, but it wasn't all completely completely down. But it's a bit disappointed to walk away from that game with nothing.
4: That first one was proper youthful inexperience as well, wasn't it? Like Aitnor, did the hard thing.
2: He got himself back into position, made the tackle. He's pissed. It you can't piss about with it. You can't piss yeah. about yeah. it. Just there. Get rid of it. There. Right. That's a bit of an experience. Neves, I don't think so much to blame. He did try and whack it, didn't he? But it just so happened it hit. Yeah. Him him just play with these. And j- just on Sarr, obviously horrendous. But apart from that save, you mentioned that he pulled off second half, I believe. Yeah. He was shaking first half when he, he was flapping yeah. everywhere. Remember that one when he like tried to like cut it and then he rolled it into his own net. And he had to quickly like, run and like he's... boot it out, so he was a bit shaky on the day. I thought so.
3: He's not played much preseason, has he? No, maybe he that's too. part of it. No, to be true. honest, because he's kind of coming back.
2: I just want to give a shout out as well. Although he should have, um, we didn't see it, but I saw it back on the highlights. We went and got a beer, but Den Donker should Den have scored right at the end of the first yeah. half. If you seen that back, yeah. where he, yeah. Yeah. he tried to like chieri on re-side foot it in, but uh, <laughs> got saved. But he had a really good game. I, I thought. Was <laughs> for you the City gets he yeah. he was good and Juan's yeah. volley as well yeah the gaza volley
1: on um, the um on the other 14 uh, teams in the Premier League obviously outside the top 6 so Dendonka, two tackles five interceptions um not too bad at all so creating Creating chances as well. Eight, Nori, three three chances, Peden three chances, uh, Huang and Neves two each. So it goes back to what you said, Dan, isn't it? It's it's the the striker with who knows where the goal is. Well, I want to ask a question. Do the three of you think we're going to get a
4: striker in before the end of the? We just to got Gredis, We have to. But... No, he's not. He's a, more of like an um, He's not an out and
2: out striker, is he? I think we will. We've got That's to surely. I mean, a big a big
4: bugger that. Knows where the goal is. Did you see?
2: Did you see You scored for Bournemouth?
1: No. Kiefer no. Moore? Did he? I oh, did it. <laughs> the 2 a.m. time. <laughs> we were linked with him last year. <laughs> well, weirdly, Andrea Bellet, um, Bellotti is available on the free track. That's a guy I, from Reno. Yeah, yeah, the one that scored yeah. against us. Um, I, it seems like a no brainer to me. Is he um, as good as but, he was a few geez, years ago? You know, he
3: still, he said he wanted to stay in Italy. apparently so he's going to stay in italy yeah which makes sense that's why it
1: does seem a decent idea yeah but so so harry's going for guedes i'm going gedge yeah i think that's right i'm going to stick with guedes uh, yeah (laughs) well we'll see what happens see who gets the most stick on twitter
0: mother's day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
1: Okay, so um, was there a standout performance for Wolves Harry? Do
2: you know what? I'd just probably say Dendonker for us on the day, although he missed a sitter. So. He used to put it's a oh, and as well, I know Bayliss has mentioned it, but the stats, if you just look back at the stats, I think we had sixty odd percent possession, more shots on goal, more shots on target. It's just the same old story of a uh, us not putting the ball in the net. I thought as well, I just want to mention Gibbs White. Mm-hmm. He weren't amazing, but he weren't crap. And I thought he looked good and he got a really good reception from the away end. but we were mentioning earlier, weren't we? Apparently his family I'm assuming it was his dad. I think it was had a bit of a fight with a Wolves fan. So there's still that bit of animosity towards Gibbs White, and with him, all these rumours of he might be going to Forest for 40 million, and we keep it's turning down bids. Well, I think we've got to just get behind him now, haven't we, and stop all this toxic shit and the fan base towards him. I mean, He's 40 dying, million, no, Jesus, <laughs> yeah, Christ. I know. I mean, 30
1: million. Is, to me, to me, it's it's crazy. That's crazy money. That's not far off what Liverpool play for. Play for Jota, mm. you know.
3: I think I think there's a bit of a English tax plus age tax being added onto that, isn't there? Like value yeah, in, in yeah, four years' time good. rather than now, and just a bit of a gamble there. Gibbs White, yeah, you know, I don't think he was stand out or anything. The one thing I will say about him is that he does look like he really he's trying. He does look like he gets rolled mm. up and really into it. And if, if he makes a bad pass or someone makes a bad pass to him, you can tell he's quite animated about it. So I do like that about him. As I think I said this the other week, you just need to channel those sort of aggressions in the right way. Otherwise it will roll people up. Uh, at the same time, if that if there actually is 40 million on the table from Forest, we've got to take it. we. By a striker, oh, yeah. I think. So but, yeah, I mean
2: I, I think, think um, transfer, we've I think. we've got to mention Neto as well, actually. That that's that skill went viral, didn't it? On Twitter yeah, when he cut down the left did it. and did like a little maradona, and then obviously the shot went nowhere because it's walls, one, but he was on fire as well, to be fair.
3: One one thing that annoys me is like little bits of skill from games that you lost. Like so I just think, like, <laughs> oh, oh, it looks really good. Like we lost two, one it didn't matter, does it? And I think so. Daniel opponents was sharing stuff on Twitter of like the goal celebration, you're thinking. We lost 2 we 1. Lost it two. doesn't matter. Scoring a goal doesn't get your point, does it? So yeah. I'm, I'm a bit on the fence about that sort of thing. But, you know, yeah, whatever. Anyway, Dendonka was man of the match, in my opinion. Um, did really but well. Do you have a clean sweep of Donkers? No, Fevez was absolutely
4: unbelievable. Some of the balls he played were world class, like absolutely right. top, top level.
1: Perfect. Okay. Um, right. We'll move on to uh, Fulham at home. First home game of the season. It is a Saturday at three o'clock. How exciting um, before it all gets ruined by Sundays and early kickoffs. But, you know, that it, it is what it is. Uh, Harry, I, I watched the Fulham Liverpool game. Uh, Mitrovic was brilliant. Um, you know, he was well up for it. He's going to be well up for it again, I imagine. How much of a threat do Fulham pose?
2: Well, now Cody's gone. You don't have to mark Mixture. <laughs> so I think we might have a chance. <laughs> now, nah, yeah, they they were good, weren't they? They were quite impressive. And you're, you're always on a bit of a buzz, aren't you, when you come up? So that that's a worry. And I'm worried about this game. I am. Um, I think if we can play at our best and just shore ourselves up at the back a bit, we can beat them. There's no doubt about it. But we've we said the other week, uh, we couldn't even... It got to general sales, didn't it? The tickets. So hopefully it's a full house, which I think it should be. And we've got to win this, really, especially with fixtures coming up. And hopefully Collins and Kilman can deal with Mitrovic, but they've got some good players and they're on a high and it's going to be a very, very tough game. And we've got to win. And I hope we do. Um, Jack,
1: Fulham have have usually been um, a, a team that we can take points off in the past. Do you think that's going to happen this time?
3: I saw enough. With the game on Saturday, although the result wasn't what we wanted, I saw enough in the performance to think that we'll get something Yeah. I think there'll be a bit of pressure as well, to be honest, because uh, after slipping up in that first game and with arguably tougher games on paper coming up, you know, going away to Spurs and these sorts of things, I think first go home game of the season, we need to uh, we need to get something, you know. And I think we I think we can really. I do actually think we'll we'll get a response here, and uh, hopefully, you know, the new signing will um, give us a bit of a lift. Um, so, yeah, I, I, fa- I fancy it. But I think it, I think it'll be close. But um, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes, really. But uh, it's nice having a three o'clock click-off. But it's a shame that all the trains are bloody striking <laughs> it. So, it just makes it harder. Um, Fulham
1: set up the same as Wolves uh, against Liverpool. 4-2-3-1. Um, so, it, it'd be fairly even, evenly matched, you'd think, Bayless, I thought Polina was really good. Um, obviously, he was potentially going to move to us. He picked... Fulham um there you go Paul saying exactly the same as me I thought I thought it was great um do you think that in the middle of the park it's going to be a, a good tussle between him and him and Nevers
4: yeah most likely it's got one nil Paulinho written all over it, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um I will say before we go into it I can't make it up there because of the trains so if any of you listeners want to sit with the other three idiots
1: thank you very much I mean that will be big queues of people going for that ticket. Um, I Harry, guarantee
2: we get zero messages. Does just, <laughs> just Gedge get in the side? Well, you'd assume so, wouldn't you? Um, Who fought? Who fought? Like what we just mentioned a minute ago about him, I, I think he got like 13 goals in all competitions last year for Valencia and seven assists and was like their main man. I think they're a bit gutted. He left, but I think he uh, could play anywhere across the front. And if it's a 4-2-3-1, he could play in any of Neto Pedences or Morgan Gibbs-White's position. But for me, I'd probably just stick him up front, give him a go up there instead of Wang. or take one of them out. And yeah, um, you've got to put him in, haven't you? Was it, is it 27 million we've paid for him or something? Yeah. Which it will be eventually. And we need goals. And he got 13 in La Liga or 11, I think it was in La Liga and thirty yeah. in all competitions and stick him up there. We need goals. He's a new sign in, bit of, bit of a fresh face and let's hope he can hit the ground running. Jack,
1: you know he has to start i think doesn't he he probably has to start up front it's a lot of money to pay and the fans expect but you know it's it's quite rare that that managers won't ease players into it, it it's it's quite rare that they get chucked in at the deep end
3: oh yeah i was thinking that i don't think he necessarily will start him i think you know the team that played last week was good enough to maybe, if you know, particularly the, the forward players to probably all keep their places. But I think even if, if he doesn't start, I reckon it won't be long into the second half before he just does come on, obviously, depending on how it's going. But he'll definitely feature in some way, I think, because uh, we're already players for a start. <laughs> like, more, we're not <laughs> Man well City, are, are busy, we? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Cheers, Pep. Um, let's do a, a... So, I mean, we're pretty sure that everyone else is probably going to keep their place. That's mm, yeah, yeah, well, they color got it, not they, yeah?
2: And Chem uh, Campbell uh, impressed when he comes <laughs> in his, his cameo. Yeah. <laughs> Number 77, Chem Campbell as well, was Exactly, yeah. So we, we need him to come on. Uh, let's do score prediction, Harry. I had 4 1 against Leeds. Did you? Yeah. It was close when it got to 1 1. I was, I was like loving life. Um, Now, nah, on a serious note, I think I'm going to go for another 2 2. I think two, Fulham two, will two. give us problems and we'll draw 2 2. Yeah. Uh, Jack.
3: 3 2 Wolves. Jesus. Ooh. Uh
1: Bayliss. One nil. Two two, wolves. Two wolves. Okay, uh I'll go two one obviously. Um let's get your latest betting odds and ticket news. Yeah,
4: all the specials are up this week, so I've got some really random ones. So you'll enjoy these. That's what we like to hear. Um I thought Huang played quite well, so uh Huang to have two shots on target or more, six to one. I think that's a decent price. <laughs> uh yeah. there's a little request to bet. Of uh, Wolves to score three or more goals, six plus Wolves corners, and 20 plus Fulham booking
1: points. Six, I was trying 16. to work out this. What are, what are the booking points? I thought it's 10 for a yellow, but it's, that's not the case. I thought it was 10 for a yellow. I don't really do it. <laughs> Sky <laughs> so,
4: Cheers. Thanks. <laughs> anyway, 16 to one. I thought it was a decent price. Um, 2-1, to score first is a, is the boosted odd. It's 80 to one. <sighs> Ooh. yeah value and then because i said he thought he played well and he got forward well eight annoyed score first two nil wolves what are you saying eight
2: eight N- No <laughs> <laughs> it's,
4: it's an, it's, that's it's not it's the jack... game mate <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: 80 to one yeah i'd go about 80 to one 260 to one wow wow yeah mm. i mean there's a reason for that there's but... all the losers for this week <laughs> excellent uh, jack has your ticket news
3: I do. So I know Harry mentioned it just then, but the Fulham tickets are on general sale. So the closed shop is. Not so it's close. close. There's, not, sure. there's not loads left. To be fair, I don't think you will be able to notice, but there is still a chance for everybody to get down and support the lads uh, on Saturday if they can. Uh, so not drive. only
4: would people not want to sit next to you three, they also could just buy a ticket wherever they wanted. <laughs> yeah, they day.
3: they could do that, yeah. And actually, there's also tickets left for the Newcastle game, which I know is a Sunday two o'clock, which is not the most desirable time. But uh, there's availability left for the first two home games of the season here, so you know, there's your chance. There's your call to arms. Um, <laughs> away games so there's actually still a handful of tickets left for the spurs uh away game and now i think the reason for that is, is that? one it's the half 12 kickoff it's got quite far down on the points yeah and it's, it's another day like... where there's trains and the rain's happening <laughs> so <laughs> public transport i think is screwing a few people over for both the game on saturday and the spurs game really um so yeah, you know, it's a bit of a pain isn't it really um and in addition to that, we've got ticket information for the next two away games. The first one being away at Bournemouth, which is a Wednesday night. Nice trip, that. That's on Wednesday time, the 31st it. of August. Half seven kickoffs. so yeah, probably is on prime if it's a half seven. Really big allocation, that, because we know uh, Bournemouth's ground is uh, massive. massive. Uh, allocation of 1318 Um Basically, that's probably going to go to the gold and silver away season, season ticket holders, and that's it. And they're on sale to the gold season ticket holders as of this coming Friday the 12th. And the away game after that is Liverpool away, which is Saturday the 10th of September, 3 o'clock kickoff. Allocation of just under 3,000 for that. Uh, Gold away season tickets as of Friday. Silver away season tickets as of Monday the 22nd. And then on the points and the ballot winners, starting with 1,210 as of Wednesday the 24th of August. There you go.
2: Lovely. Nicely done. Did you see that... Obviously, we're doing this before the, the, the draw for the Caribbean Cup tonight. We're number 21. It is so between so half and 10 o'clock. Yeah. And, and just on tickets, I couldn't believe how many were going for Leeds Saturday. Obviously, I went up and took a gamble and brought one off. Oh, I shouldn't say this sometimes, should I? <laughs> You're
3: bad. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm just saying
2: that it feels like if you really want to get to an away game and you feel like risking it, you can just drive there, can't you? And check social media and you'll probably
3: get one these days. I, I always think there's a few, there's always a few knocking about on the day. So yeah. it, there's there's always people because you know people drop out, people are ill, people are hungover and can't be asked to get up. There's always something that happens. So you never yeah, that, I've, I've had a few on the day before as well, particularly for the London Games. Where I have thought I'm yeah. not going to go, and then I think oh I fancy <laughs> it on the day now, and I managed to. It, I, it, so I was panicking because my ticket was black and yours was yellow, wasn't it? On the day. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I think it was just like the upper and lower tier wasn't it or something.
2: And then I turned up in my seat, plonked myself down. Who stood right in front of me? Dazzling Dave. Oh wow. <laughs> There you oh, go, you, YouTube oh, royalty. Just on Daz and Dave, actually. I thought we just got, I've thought just seen it before we come on. He did a video with all the Walls fans thanking Cody. And Cody DM'd him saying cheers. I thought oh, that was a nice cheers, touch. Lad. On Instagram, so nice, isn't it? He's like, your wife? <laughs> your wife? My wife to share with the video. Nice touch oh, from Cody. Well, what was a lovely,
1: lovely note to finish on. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I guess there's a ticket going uh, Saturday, if you can get there, then uh, message Dan.
2: <laughs> I don't think we've got anything else to talk about, have we? Um, I think No, there there's nothing. been some rumours today, but I think Liam Keane um, Remus, Liam maybe. Keane, uh, what was his name again, something, in, uh, is it another Traore we were another Traore, with? yeah, yeah I just sang it on uh, Twitter actually yeah, for Bab- Babacar Traore didn't approach apparently, and Ludovic Adjokiu, that's not how you say it by the way, but I just wanted to <laughs> go it, is it not? and uh, yeah, Wolves have not gone in for him, but it'd be interesting, that that, that that's why he's gone quiet that, hasn't it?
1: I, I think that would have been that would be a great signing. Like,
3: Loans can go quite late though, can't they? In the window, that's one thing. Yeah. I think you know, day. went to DC United. Um, oh, did.
1: Ben, there we go, there's
3: then. still a, that that other the Korean lad. I think he is as well. That keeps popping up every now and then. But yeah. Uh, yeah, from Bordeaux. But I think we only offered him three million. Three million. That was, <laughs> it took, it a million
2: plus two million in add-ons. Or something, he's like, Jeff, you tight gear. To <laughs> <laughs> they only want him for the South Korean aspect, really, don't they? I think he scored like 12 goals for them. But come on. Still cheeky. Yeah. These people don't take it seriously. Oh, no. Should we just, right. say before we go, Yeah, Bayliss, look, read this comment. Have a word. Say, a couple of positive tash. comments about the Tash. Chaotic the rage so People keep commenting about your awful Tash. When's it going? When are you shaving it off? Oh, it's got another couple of weeks in it. I think, well, I think the, you should do
1: it Spurs when we sign game. a striker. When we sign a striker, you can shave it
3: up. Do it when you come to your first home game. So in like uh, March, <laughs>
1: yeah, December. <laughs> Look like Brian Blessed. Perfect. Okay. Well, we'll say goodbye for the week. Uh, best of luck and good luck if we're going at the weekend.
2: Uh, so it's a goodbye from Harry Mansell. Uh, yeah, just for a go, because we didn't mention it at the beginning, please write us five stars on Spotify if you haven't already. Thank you. <laughs> oh, uh, Jack Williams. Bye. And Dan Bayliss. Goodbye, everyone. Uh, it's say goodbye
1: for me. Goodbye.
3: Find more great shows or join the team at sport social.co.uk.
1: Sport Social Podcast Network.